in the podcast right now yeah, so that we can uh, that we'll get started but yeah i recommend everybody come to montenegro now man like it yeah. is it is a it is a, i'm not gonna i don't want to i fall short of saying it's a superior country because obviously <laughs> yeah. like you know there's so much beauty and prose to the united states or the united kingdom course, right. where you're from yeah but montenegro is 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 pretty superior man it, it's pretty awesome wow. like superior views like superior foods and i i am Jeez. loving it man and the prices and well, the like, you, the live, prices you well, live like you a have... rich man like a king over here <laughs> literally it's crazy. Right. you have to have Send me some pictures over afterwards and I want to see what it looks like outside and stuff. So yeah, I've never, never, obviously I know about the country, but I never thought it was somewhere that people actually go to unless you live there. (laughs) Well, nobody, nobody really knows it. I feel like everyone that I talk to in the United States, they don't know it. So I guess you're a little bit closer in the United Kingdom. So you you know, it's a country, other people that I talk to, everyone in the United States are like, is it in? Yeah, is it in Africa? Is it in Italy? Is it in Spain? Yeah. What's in, oh, like what what country is that in? You know, they think it's a city. Yeah, everyone thinks it's a city. That's the bottom line. That's the thing of it, literally. <laughs> no, but it's beautiful, man. Like you get get mountain views and sea views, like all in one. Like we're in a place right now Which I love, where yeah, you I love that. S- step out onto the deck, you can see the sea, and then mountains are all around as well. So oh. it's. It's a breathtaking country. The hikes are are beautiful. I should say, I'll send you some pictures yeah. over. Yeah, over please do, our, man. Yeah, I Slack see. DMs. Yeah, but anyway, we're here. We're here for you today, man. We're here to talk about, <laughs> and we're here to get to know Ashley Wright from Smash Cactus Media. I've had a pleasure working with this guy over the past, I'd say, six months. You know, we've, six months we implemented now, right? systems yeah. for you. I guess maybe a little less than that. Four months. Time flies. I mean, yeah, these tracks. <laughs> but you've been a pleasure to work with, and uh, we're both in the same so, mastermind. We're both in client ascension, which I didn't know until probably around when I when I joined. Uh, yeah. But yeah, man, I'm I'm happy to be here with you today. Thanks for being here. No, thanks. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, man. <laughs> so tell everybody like the elevator pitch of you. Wow, the elevator pitch of me. So basically, it's quite short and sweet. Obviously help brands scale with creators, probably the easiest way to, to kind of put it to a degree. So obviously we help brands kind of elevate their actual branding, their messaging, obviously reduce their quote unquote customer acquisition costs with obviously UGC on mainly TikTok. So that kind of main platform that we kind of run activity on, but also on Meta as well. And obviously a little bit now YouTube shorts as well. So yeah, started to expand a little bit more, which is kind of good. So yeah, really fun. Yeah. And how, like, I, that's, I was thinking in the lead up to this conversation today, Ashley, Mm -hmm. that I actually don't know much about you (laughs) before Smash Cactus Media. Like, I just know Ashley Wright, Smash Cactus Media, cool guy, fun to work with. I actually, Mm -hmm. I have, I I don't know anything about you before that. I have no idea. Enlighten me. I guess you'd rewind it back then, right? So, yeah, so obviously I've been kind of like in the, the, the say, quote unquote marketing space probably now for about 12 years in some kind of capacity. Tried everything at the beginning, whether it was like trying to sell on eBay, SEO, doing website builds, the full works, as you can imagine. And then I kind of thought, yes, I, I know I want to kind of have this entrepreneurial kind of lifestyle in terms of being able to work for myself. So I kind of figured out, okay, what was the kind of path to kind of do that? With success and as you can imagine when i was younger kind of that that syndrome where you're kind of trying to chase every single carrot which is obviously never ideal so obviously got some great wins to begin with but it was never consistent which is kind of the 
the main kind of issue. So I thought, okay, what can I do that's going to be more consistent? And I thought, you know what? Let's look at this agency round. This is, we're still probably talking about this seven, eight years ago to begin with. But again, start agency still trying to offer everything, but again, just wasn't quite getting the mark. So this is kind of like whilst doing a full-time job, working alongside kind of trying to grow the agency side of things. So I thought, okay, let's rewind it back. How about I go and work with an agency, see how it all works and kind of then like learn from within is kind of the best way to kind of do it and then kind of grow from there. So then from then onwards, went to work for a small boutique agency running Facebook ads for mainly e-com brands. Obviously, mainly that was Facebook, Instagram back then. And then from then onwards, moved on to a bigger agency, Mediacom, which is quite a big agency still. And I started to work on brands such as like American Airlines, Tom's, Adidas, Reebok. So spending some serious money across like all social platforms. So again, obviously, main ones were Facebook, Instagram, a little bit of Snapchat, a bit of Pinterest, and obviously TikTok started to become a thing then as well. And as you can imagine, brands like Adidas spending like millions each and every month on platforms, whether it's just on e-commerce or just trying to build awareness. And like I say, these are massive brands, but still spend so much on the platform. So again, it was giving me insight in terms of obviously how to kind of do this at scale, which was a great thing. And at the same time, allow me to obviously manage a team, manage actual ad spend, see the creative side of things and kind of put that all together. So that was yeah. kind of like how it's kind of started. And then to be honest, like it was kind of, a, I would say, it's hard to say, but it's kind of a blessing skies when kind of uh, COVID hits. Then from that perspective, obviously working from home allowed me to obviously still work on the, at the agency, but then at the same time start to grow my side of the agency a little bit more because obviously I could kind of like manage it a lot more because obviously previously that, I was trying to obviously work a full-time job at the day in agency which was great but then obviously yeah. then coming home and then trying to put the hours in to kind of grow my side of agency but then with yeah. COVID it allowed me to obviously like balance that a lot more better which was good so then from then onwards I thought you know what I kind of learned all I need to kind of do in the agency why not let's just do this full-time and as you can imagine it's it was a big leap it was a big jump but I thought oh. you know what if I don't do it then when's it going to be over the right time so I kind of jumped full throttle into it and now it's coming up to like two years full time being kind of focusing on this now. Like I say, it's kind of continuing to grow. Obviously, there's always bumps and like hills along the way, but you know, we're kind of at a good place now. We're starting to help obviously still brands. Obviously, not the same levels as Adidas yet, but at the same time, that's kind of the goal to kind of get to that kind of level. So yeah, that's kind of a, a little bit of a, a kind of overview yeah. in terms of me. Yeah, thanks for that, man. Okay, so there's a lot to unpack with <laughs> your journey and. I'm going to skip all of what you just said. And I actually want to know more about like your upbringing and what your childhood yeah. was like. What really, what even brought you to all these professional experiences you just told us about? What was your childhood like? What, what got you there? Yeah, definitely. I feel like in terms of childhood, like it was quite a chilled environment, which was good. Obviously, I'm a, a sibling of three. So I'm the oldest and I've got a brother and a sister. So me and brother are only three years apart and me and my sister are about, 10 11 years apart so again it's quite a big gap between us there but no in terms of like we now obviously currently live in derby so i live in london at the moment but previously my hometown is derby which is up north if anyone knows the map of the uk and like i say it was it was very good upbringing and stuff like that but my kind of focus when i was younger was kind of to be a footballer or a soccer player that was kind of the, the goal in terms of that so from like i don't know whether like from six onwards that was just it was all just football 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 so literally that was kind of the main aim obviously school I didn't really enjoy school in terms of from an academic perspective. It just didn't really click as like most people probably say like the learning element. I was, I'm, I think I'm more of a visual person. Like I enjoyed stuff like obviously PE, which obviously physical education. Music, that was it, man. PT, I loved that. that was, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Physical education, thing, so feel like gym class. Physical education, gym class outside. That was all about it. But then when it comes to like 
English and stuff like that, I just switched off, which like, yeah, obviously one of the things you kind of flip back to now and think, okay, I kind of wish I did more. But yeah, so from then onwards, like I say, it was just all focused on sports. I got into a lot of academies. So I was at Derby Academy, I was at West Brom Academy, but then kind of just didn't make the grade in terms of like making as a footballer. So then from then onwards, it's kind of like, okay, what do I do now? So from then onwards, went to obviously school, then I went to like college, which is kind of step before university. And I thought, okay, what should I do? So I studied sports science for two years because it made sense obviously trying to play football and i thought okay sports science makes sense doing that but again just didn't really enjoy it in terms of like going to lessons learning it just wasn't something i kind of wanted to do but even from then i always had that entrepreneurial kind of mindset i was always like wherever on youtube looking at stuff or watching like courses and just trying to figure out okay how can i kind of make some some money on the side doing these little little jobs so whether it's like say ebay was one of the main things i tried to like import playstations by their things like ps3s from like career then selling them for a quick flip on like ebay and stuff like that i had a lot of people like friends stuff like say once the website building so i was always into that kind of yeah. like online kind of world in terms of that and i think back then it was there was a website i forgot what it was called now i think yeah it was the warrior forum i was always on the warrior forum kind of looking in terms of like affiliate marketing kind of trying to learn and pick it up but it just it made sense to me but again like i say i just couldn't focus fully on that so from that perspective did the sports science and then i kind of like say from then onwards it was not something i wanted to do and then from then onwards kind of went into a career where i was at a retail store which is uh the brand's called o2 which basically sells mobile phones so from then onwards kind of like went to that sales kind of environment which kind of today has kind of helped because obviously like, in terms of doing more sales stuff so it was kind of a good experience but yeah that's kind of how it works so uh, yeah in terms yeah. of school didn't really enjoy it. it was more like say outdoors playing football which was kind of the thing i did most of yeah. the time when if I wasn't doing that then probably was on the PlayStation playing on FIFA yeah. Call of Duty back then as you can imagine yeah, yeah, and yeah. just spending hours doing that yeah oh dude very similar journey myself you know except <laughs> I, there's like some slight differences I was not a PlayStation guy I was an Xbox guy Xbox so. as he wanted to right <laughs> yeah and, and instead of, I, I played football but not football i didn't play fifa i i, I play madden and then when i was yeah. and then I'd be outside playing sports i play football not football uh yeah. and of course and baseball as well and then and then kind of tried some similar things in the entrepreneurial space like early on i was selling i think you said you were saying selling playstations i was trying to yeah. me and my friend were trying to like buy and then basically drop ship manually drop ship fire amazon fire sticks like wow. list it for <laughs> for like forty dollars and then yeah and or yeah sell it for buy it for 30 only after we made a sale and then sell it for 40 turns out that's not allowed i, I think we probably sold like two of them you know we made we have to the, it was <laughs> like a, we'd have to go we we'd have yeah it was it was a whole thing it was not a dialed in process yeah yeah that, it was always the case that right I, you think yeah, it's be great, yeah. and then it's like, ah, yeah, there's actually more to it than that. Yeah, exactly. It didn't have the the systems that I've got now, but <laughs> there you go. Right. Exactly, it was meant to be. <laughs> yeah, and then the website design. I feel like that's always a good. It's a, yeah. like a really good first step into entrepreneurship for a lot of people. I was talking with someone last week, and he said same sort of thing. And I just hear that over and over again. Like, yeah, I tried. You know, yeah, I did some, interesting. I did right? some websites like. That's probably the hardest thing, really. You know, websites are subjective. It's those are like really difficult projects to do for what two, three, four, or five thousand dollars, maybe ten. But those yeah. are difficult, man. You know, that's a really yeah, good client communications 
masterclass, like on the job masterclass. It's, it's a great first step to anyone like out there listening, um, thinking about who's not an entrepreneur, not an entrepreneur yet thinking about getting into the, the entrepreneurial space. Like that's a great, very low barrier to entry thing to just try. You know, people are, yeah. people need websites. And if you're good at it, if you can figure, if you can learn it, like Webflow, WordPress, even Wix, you know, I, I did that in yeah. the beginning. I was charging, you know, those are like, they'll like kind of design the site for you. Like I was selling those for like 300 bucks back in like my freshman Crazy year. Right. I, yeah, I did it for I like a, a fraternity, right? Like Sigma Chi, I, I did their website for 300 bucks. I got the check. I was like, this is awesome. It's like a winning tip when you think like, oh yeah, someone's paid me to do a website. Like like you said, if you can do website or like SE, that they were kind of the first things. Like I feel like you can crack anything after that because there's so much that actually goes into it that you don't realize. So yeah, you can literally destined for success if you can get that right. Yeah. So where did this entrepreneurial drive come from? You think in you, Ashley, what made you want to try your hand at this game? Yeah, it's a good question. And I don't know why it kind of comes. I think it's a mixture of everything. I don't know. Maybe just the, the era, obviously I was growing up. Like I was just always, obviously computers were becoming a, a thing. But then I remember obviously dialing up to get on the internet aol days and obviously like chatting on msn messages i feel like just kind of being at the, the forefront in terms of that community space and then from then onwards like my dad's obviously he's he would always try different stuff online and i kind of like knew he had like a few different courses and stuff like that so i kind of watched a few of them and i kind of it just i just enjoyed it like even though i wasn't like necessarily making money from it straight away i just like the learning of it and the understanding of how it kind of worked where it was like obviously affiliate marketing you don't have to actually hold a product but you can obviously sell someone else's and make a commission from that and then obviously from then onwards just starting to learn and see other people doing it like for me uh frank kern was probably one of the main people that kind of like got me going in terms of like seeing what he was doing in terms of that perspective then looking at stuff like jeff walk in terms of like product launch stuff like that so i was just always very intrigued about how it kind of worked to a degree and sometimes obviously say yes information paralysis and all that kind of stuff but I think being able to learn it and understand it is such a key because like even now I still remember that stuff and I can still implement it because I always say no matter how much like information you have, the information is pretty much the same. We kind of, once you learn something, it's kind of the same, which kind of repackaged. So I feel like from obviously having that from then has obviously helped in my like kind of journey as the entrepreneurs would kind of say. So yeah, I feel like it was just, it was always, it was either, if I wasn't going to make it to football, I always said to myself, look, I don't want to be working a full-time job for someone for like ever. I want to do it myself and kind of work for myself. And it was just then kind of putting together the piece of the puzzle to kind of figure out, okay, what route was that? Like I say, it was a spiral. It was ups, downs, jumping off cliffs, up all works. But then I finally feel like, is that a good place now? Yeah. So it's not, you tried a lot of different things. And when was like, what was the first thing where you really got some traction for the first time? Yeah, I feel like it was, I would say definitely the agency side of things. But at that point, I was trying to offer everything. So literally anybody who wanted something doing, I was just figuring out, okay, I'll say yes first and then figure out how to do it afterwards. That was kind of how I was getting the traction. And at the same time, basically like so little for it. Yeah. Like, hey, oh, if you're offering money for it, I'll do it. Like, can you do do this? Oh, sure. Money? Oh, yeah. Tick, ticks the box so from then onwards i was like and it could have been anything it could be something as simple as like a blog post or like say or like it was a lot back then as well like i've got again i've got my website was like writing articles stuff like that i'll figure out a way to do it and obviously like try to help people like build their brand obviously facebook pages was becoming a big thing then as well so i would just thought yeah if someone's offering me money 
say yes first, figure out the way after. And then, then as well, obviously it wasn't caught up with back then, but that was becoming a thing as well. So I was thinking, okay, if I get, let's say $500, how can I basically hopefully outsource someone and still make a cut from it? And like say, learn at the same time doing it, but at the same time get someone who's obviously more experienced doing it to kind of do the heavy lifting for it. So I think from then it was, yes, getting traction from that, but it was still everything I was trying to do in it. Such a low cost as well. Like I remember like trying to offer people like, SEO packages for like 300 pounds, which is about $300 back then as well. And I'm yeah. like, how and why? Like, it was so crazy what comes to people like doing. I was like, I don't know anything about SEO really. And I was like, Googling, like, say back then on the Warrior Forum, okay, how do you do SEO? How do you do backlink and all that kind of stuff? And then figuring it out. But then always still kind of figuring it out and then putting it together. And the clients are always, always happy. And then from then onwards, got referrals. And then it kind of just grew from then onwards, really. But as you can imagine, it's, it's only so far you can go whilst, like, say, trying to live at the same time like it was a good side income as i say like a good hustle but at the same time it wasn't like the big like dream in terms of like okay, i can do this full time at that kind of point but you had you know you were working for yourself which is great and yeah exactly that as and now it's cool to see the transformation you've come from being the 100 kind of like a you're like a freelancer on a shingle uh as yep. at one point i i, don't, I still don't <laughs> hardly even know what that means <laughs> Tucker Max, this famous author, back when I was running just a, a podcast agency and I had like I had like one virtual assistant, but I he called me a freelancer on a shingle. He, he wanted to Yeah, yeah, we, we were on a call. He, he was giving me tough love and I agree with him. I was I was <laughs> tough like, always good love, right? <laughs> yeah, I was definitely a, a freelancer. I don't know what the shingle part means, but anyway. <laughs> You were kind of that freelancer on a shingle marketing guy offering everything under the sun, running around like a madman because you're doing yeah. everything under the sun. And as you know now, as because you're specialized and you've got systems to help you scale, yep. you know that you can't scale when you're doing everything under the sun. It's kind oh, of gosh, difficult yes. when you're offering 20 different services. Very difficult. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, that's the thing. It's so hard, but then you just see the the dollar signs as they say in terms of like, oh, like you mentioned, like, oh yes, I will give you money if you can do this. So it's kind of hard to say no. And I think at the same time, it's a good learning curve because you kind of figure out what you do also enjoy doing as well to that degree as well. So so yeah, definitely no regrets from it. But I'd say it's just not sustainable long term for yeah. sure. Yeah, and it's difficult, especially in the beginning when you're being offered money. It's difficult to stay true to the area that you're really, you know, that, that one thing that you're really, yeah. that you set out to do, you know, st to specialize in that one thing. It's hard to say no to work outside your domain if you're being offered yeah. for money, especially, like I said, in the beginning. But I would really encourage people. I mean, if you're going to take money for things outside your domain, once you start doing that, it's hard to stop. You know, maybe try and tell <laughs> like, if you're going to do it, try and tell yourself like, okay, like I'll just take three projects outside of my yeah. my core my specialized offer because yeah. again that's like a snowball that just keeps on getting bigger like commit to doing that one thing better than everyone else and you're going to yeah. have a, a much better business one that can actually scale and one with a lot less stress compared to if you're trying to if you're just saying yes to everything that, that that's a very, yeah. it's going to be a very stressful life Oh, 100%. I feel like I, I, obviously I knew that back then, but I feel like it's only since, I'll probably say even over the maybe last 18 months, I've kind of realized that to the fullest in terms of like, just literally focus on one thing. It's so much easier to kind of scale it and be like a special, 
person yeah. within that industry in terms of what you're doing and it makes it so much better off. Yeah. So, so yeah. And I think a way to do that, Ashley, so that you don't have to kind of part of my language. So you don't have to like whore yourself out and you know, yep. like, yes, I'll do this. Yes, I'll do this. Yep. Know, like a, a yes man or a yes woman. Um, a yep. way to like get around that is because I'm sitting here saying like, yeah, like don't say yes to work outside of your domain, specialize. But if you don't mm-hmm. have enough money to make ends meet, it's really hard to do that. Like really, really yeah, hard. So a way to do yes, that yeah. is have a job. Like don't quit your job until yeah. your your side hustle re- replaces your income at the very least, 100%. maybe even 2X your income. Like I, it's not the path that I followed, um, but I really mm-hmm. do recommend that. You know, people ask me, should I quit my job? And I'm like, no, <laughs> until yeah, you get I, to I, a certain point. I agree. Yeah, Otherwise, you're going to whore yourself out. <laughs> exactly. And, and it will never stop. You will continue to be on that, like, that kind of treadmill doing that all the time. And the thing is as well, I feel like as humans, what we think, we feel like you have to rush to kind of get to the next destination, whereas it's a journey. Like You don't have to like say, get 10 clients in the next 30 days, for example, just literally focus on what you're doing. It might take it might take three years. It could take, do you know what I mean? Just keep doing it. And yeah. I guarantee you that you will get to where you kind of want to be, but just stay focused is the main thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there's a lot of success stories out there that you hear where it happened big and it happened fast. You know, mm-hmm. this person, you know, scaled his business and, you know, 12 months and he's making a hundred thousand dollars per month. Um, you know, and he only started 12 months ago, right? Like those <laughs> stories are very seductive, but it's not typical. Like you, I, there's nah. many more stories that you don't hear of where people took the, longer path that they just plotted their way slowly but surely and you know maybe it took three years to build the business but they built the business big and 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 they're having a good they're 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 having a good time now but it doesn't always happen enjoying it it doesn't it doesn't always happen fast and that's okay uh i would say delay that gratification right you don't have to quit your job like if you want to quit your job now like and you're not, ma- and, and you're just going to take the leap of faith into entrepreneurship. Like, there's definitely something to be said. Like, you know, to burn the boats, right? Like, that's a that's a strat. It's a it's a good strategy. You know, it can be. Yeah. You know, it's not so black and white. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that's not that's a bad strategy to burn the boats. But if you want to quit your job now and just take the leap of faith, I, I'd encourage you. Like, delay that gratification. Like, stay another six months. Yeah. You know? Stay another just- eight months, ten months. Like, just put in, just make it easier on yourself. Yeah, you have to because the stress is not worth it. Because like I say you're going to be still trying to figure out, like I say, and that, like having that income it gives you that that comfort blanket to a degree as well, which is always good. And and the thing is as well, even the people that like say they, they did it in like twelve months, they still had to build a foundation before that as well. So like I say, just take your time, make sure you've got like say enough money ready to kind of do it, and then, like I say, you know, there'll be less stress and less pressure on yourself as well, which obviously yeah. just makes it a whole lot easier as well. Totally. And if you haven't done entrepreneurship before and you just think it's going to happen, like, <laughs> oh, you think, think four months is a long time. Like in four months, oh. I'm going to be sitting pretty. Just be prepared for it to take longer than you expected. All right. <laughs> Are you going to be yeah. okay if it takes three times that amount or four times that amount? Of time? <laughs> yeah. That's the thing people just got to understand. Time is like, it's not, not that easy. <laughs> it's not that simple. <laughs> yeah. It can be. It can be. It's like it's not the hardest thing in the world. It's not rocket science, right? There, there's a there's you know best practices that you can follow. Like you know, yeah. if you just do the things that you're supposed to do, like 
you know, just reach out to a bunch of people, like just do a lot of outreach, you know, especially in the beginning, like you're going to be successful if you, if you, if you hit those key performance indicators, like, you know, reach out to X amount of people per day, you know, post X amount of tweets, like you're going to, the results are going to take care of themselves if you focus on those inputs. Right. But anyway, anyway, back to, back to you, man, what you're doing now (laughs) with Smash Cactus Media, you know, you're specialized, you're just doing, you're, you're a TikTok ad agency and um, that's what you do. You know, you're one thing. Tell me a little bit yeah. about Smash Cactus Media, enlighten everybody, what you guys do, and and uh, sh- yeah, share more about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So again, obviously, it, it kind of was, a, again, another blessing for like guys, I'd say. It's obviously when iOS 14 kind of, kind of came around. So before, obviously, we came, quote, unquote, to TikTok agency again, I was still trying to offer, not, not necessarily as much, but like I say, we're still offering other services, but it's more in terms of like for an actual e-com brand, but we're trying to do everything like, Facebook, Instagram ads, a bit of email marketing, Google ads, and obviously TikTok to a degree. But then obviously when iOS 14 came out and obviously people were starting to struggle on Facebook ads to get the same results, we kind of saw a gap in the market because again, obviously all the brands were kind of putting eggs into one basket and they were thinking, okay, how can we now diversify our spend so we're not just relying on one platform as you can imagine, which shouldn't be the thing. So from then onwards, the clients we were running at that time, we started to put some of their spend into TikTok start to get some great results as well and so for then onwards i kind of thought okay tiktok's obviously an up-and-coming platform start to get results on it why, rather than offering obviously like I say email marketing google everything like that why would we just focus on this and just kind of be the experts in this so rather yeah. than trying to specialize in everything let's just focus solely on this and to yeah. a degree it was probably the, the the biggest like decision but also the great decision as well because like i say we got rid of the other offerings in terms of like the email and that kind of stuff we had, did have to get rid of some clients some clients obviously kind of off because they were either um, shutting down or go taking the, the service in-house but then again it kind of made sense so yes we had a little bit of a dip but then like I say focusing just on the one thing we're now more of an expert within the field rather than yeah. trying to specialize in a lot of different things and from then onwards it's given us better opportunities because people are coming to us saying okay we know you're the experts in terms of TikTok ads UGC creative we want to kind of work with you so rather than us always having to sell ourselves People are coming to us already knowing what we do, and it's a yeah. lot more easier to sell to large folks than just on that, yeah. that one kind of core offer. Yeah, I love that because you're doing one thing, ads, mm-hmm. and you're doing it on one platform. You're not like that ad yeah. agency that's offering Facebook ads, TikTok ads, yeah. Google ads, and that's that's a much harder business to scale when you're an ad agency doing it on a hundred mm. different platforms. The, the 10 major platforms, not 100, there's not 100 platforms, but yeah. <laughs> really, yeah. you know, the, the, the 10 platforms or whatever it is, it's like tough. that's a harder business it's to tough, scale. Yeah. And, and you're the only one yeah. I know that does, that specializes in TikTok ads. I'm sure you know people because you're in your yeah. business, you're in your industry. I'm sure you know a lot of other people, but as far as like, I know a hundred different Google ad providers, like that's so boring. <laughs> exactly, like, I don't right. know. I don't even know who I would go to. Like, I don't know, like one person doesn't stick out, but because you're specialized yeah. in one area of, of ads, TikTok, you're specialized on one platform. You're the guy I'm going to if I ever need that. Exactly right. That's the thing. So yeah, like I say, there is obviously a lot of people trying to get in TikTok ad space. You can imagine that because obviously it's kind of the, the golden shining kind of like object right now. But I probably only yeah. have probably like five, five like agencies that are kind of doing it to a good standard, to be honest. And like I say, we are one of them, which obviously always, always yeah. helps. So yeah, we kind of like... So- stand out a lot more from the crowd, which is the main thing for it. Because again, just focusing on that, that one, that one thing. Yeah. So talk to me about TikTok, man. I think that's uh, the most, <laughs> it is the most like 
I don't know what the word is, but your propensity <laughs> to go viral on there is just higher, it seems, yeah. than any other platform. My first ever video that I ever posted on TikTok, it was 2020, 2020 December 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and my first video, I had zero followers. I got 500,000 views, 50,000 <laughs> likes, 5,000 comments on my first video. How does even one person see it if I have zero followers? Like, and then it just kept happening. I never quite reached that level of success again in my yeah. next. I only had 15 more videos probably, but I just kept like hitting it. Like, what is it about yeah. TikTok, man? What's going on over there? Yeah, it's a platform that's obviously different to the other platforms. And the great thing is it's not based on your follower base. It's just based on obviously having great content and obviously like if TikTok feels your content is worthy, like watch worthy, they will obviously send out to more people. That's the great thing about TikTok from an organic perspective. So on the platform, if you're creating stuff that's really good, TikTok sees that as a, as a like a green tick in terms of like, hey, this is going to keep people on that platform. Why not show it to more people? So that's why people yeah. quote unquote go viral on the platform because they'll say they've got videos again, a lot of watch time. People obviously start to engage with it. They're going to keep showing it to more people and more people. And that's when then videos start to go viral on the platform, which is a lot different to all the other platforms. Like Instagram is still, they're trying to move more towards that, but they're based on more your followers to a degree in terms of like Mm. what your, your followers post and stuff like that. Whereas like you say, you could have no followers or no one's following you, but they can still see your content. If it's kind of like something that's trending or something that's working really well. And that's the power of TikTok right now from an organic perspective. At the same time, from ad perspective as well, the algorithm is so smart it knows exactly what the user is looking for. Like, for example, if you're, I look at my feed, for example, and if I see one video that's completely different, let's just say it's talking about football, I know that the rest of my feed is going to start being about football. And it's always relevant as well. So it's always on trend in terms of like what's currently happening now rather than like say something that's like old or some long lines of that. So yeah, the algorithm is so smart. And that's why a lot yeah. of people are trying to get on the platform right now. They're either trying and not doing really well or they're mm. just trying to give it a go and thinking it's not for them. So it's still really its infancy. And like I say, the brands or the people that get it right now, like I say, will have longevity. I know there's obviously all the talk about if TikTok's going to get banned in certain crunch stuff like that. That's always going to be the thing. But I yeah. feel like if you can learn TikTok, you can obviously move that to other platforms if, like I say, worst case scenario. So what you just said that some a lot of people are trying it and they're not doing so well and then others are, are trying it and they're doing well. Like what's the, the difference here? Like what's the gap? Why are people doing well? Yeah. And why are the other people, why are a lot of people failing? Uh, at growing yeah, I think the main thing, the main thing is definitely consistency, having that consistent element in terms of just turning up every day and posting and learning from obviously what you posted, what went right, what went wrong, and just doing more of that. What people, what happens to people is, again, it's the fact that they, they might post a video and no one sees it or it gets 100 views and they think, oh, I'm not posting anymore, it's wasting too much time or something along the lines of that. But if you just continue to post, whether it's one post a day, two posts a day, three posts a day, or just post consistently, you can start to see what's working, what's not working, and then just do more of what's working, basically, because people always try to reinvent the wheel in terms of like saying, okay, I want to do this trend here, or I want to follow someone else doing that. And yes, you can do that to a degree, but you want to just be true to yourself and just learn from your data in terms of what you're posting. And some niches, you can imagine, is going to get a lot of views. Some niches are not. For example, like the make money online or the entrepreneurship kind of niche, you're not going to get necessarily a lot of views on your videos, but let's say if you're selling a product or a service, you don't, you don't need a lot of views to kind of convert them use to actual like become like that community and obviously be subscribers and obviously go on to buy your actual product, stuff like that. So, so yeah, it's the fact that people just don't necessarily 
understand in terms of like that you need to just be on the platform and doing it rather than like saying think every video you're going to post is going to go viral to a degree yeah who do you think that tiktok is like most beneficial for what types of businesses what about like agencies and i'm sure i don't think you really work i don't know who you work with do you work with you don't work with agencies you work with like products no, not from, no we products yeah, products. most of products are, yeah. yeah yeah we, we do we, we, we have worked in the past and we work with a few like personal brands in terms of like trying to grow on the platform right. but i feel like the platform's perfect for i honestly it's perfect for anyone but you, you're gonna have to measure it in a different way is probably the best way to kind of say it because in terms of the platform if you post organically you want to make sure we call it like edutainment so you want to be educating but it also needs to be entertaining as well as you can imagine so People go on the platform for that dopamine rush. They're scrolling, they're scrolling. They want to basically get that aha moment and then continue to scroll. So you need to basically be solving that. And obviously, as you can imagine, make money online niche is obviously you can do that to a degree, but people are not always going to be watching that. So it's going to be a smaller segment. Don't get me wrong, you still go viral in terms of like certain stuff, but you're probably not going to get as much reach as let's say, for example, I don't know if you're talking about maybe like Airbnb, for example, might do better than obviously specifically quote unquote make money online or stuff like it's going to be more like trending or like a certain product or like news news is a good one right now in terms of like anything that's like in the news for example like on, on my wife's feed she just keeps seeing like chris brown's chris brown's obviously been in the uk performance so she just sees all that stuff in terms of people's like videos posting that so it's going to be stuff that's going to be like say educating and entertaining but if you can entertain your user then that's what i'm saying that's going to obviously get you a lot more views in the long run yeah well man I appreciate you being here today. We've been going for a while. I want nice. to wrap up with another question That's or cool, two. Man. I want to make sure people know where to find you. Smashcactusmedia.com. That's correct, right? Yeah. Okay, got That's it. correct. Perfect. That, that's <laughs> a, smashcactusmedia.com. You are on Twitter. Of course, you're on TikTok. If people just search Ashley yeah. Wright, I'm sure they can find you there, up. right? Yeah, you find me there or it's ashleywright.co. You've got all my links to my socials gotcha. there as well. So yeah, ashleywright.co. Yeah. You can find me on there as well. Everything. Yeah. And thank you for sharing your journey today. Appreciate it. Uh, no, it's been more a pleasure. No, no, say thank you for having me. No, it's yeah. been a pleasure. What would you say to wrap up here? Are, it could be about anything, TikTok, business in general, life. What would you say your one or two or even three golden rules are? Yeah, like I say, I think the main things would be like focus on one thing. Like it's always going to work. And when I speak to people, they say, oh, Instagram's not working or TikTok's not working or ads are not working. Just put your time and effort into that and just commit to it. I, I would say commit to at least 90 days to just go in all in on that. And like I say, it's all about volume and reps. Just keep doing it and you will get results from it. So I say that's definitely one of the main things that I learned, like I say, in terms of my my time online and that right now. So that's definitely one thing. And I would say, like I say, just don't switch switch off to everything else. Like I say, it's, it's great obviously going on, like I say, Twitter or TikTok and seeing all these mm. tips and tricks and stuff like that. But you don't need all of them. You don't need all of them, honestly. Just literally, just, if, you, if you just learn from one person or follow one strategy, that's all you need. And you can get yeah. to whether it's 10K or 100K. And then yeah. after that, you can then start to expand out and do other stuff after that. But like I say, just focus on one thing because if not, you'll spread yourself too thin. Yeah. And that's one thing that I've learned and still learn today, to yeah. be honest. But like I say, just do it like that and you will go a lot further and probably a lot quicker yeah. as well. Start. It could be overwhelming, confusing when you're, when you're 100%. trying to follow too much advice. Like it, it does yeah. just get confusing. Yeah. There's a lot of noise out it there. Is. A lot of, there's a lot it's of good noise. noise. Oh, yeah, there's a 100%. lot of good noise, but like you gotta just, you gotta, you got to pick, you got to commit. You can't do like 
everything. You can't follow every piece of advice. Exactly that. Like I always say, you want to like, whatever it is, like say, if you're listening to, you wouldn't listen to five different music songs at one time, right? You listen to just one, like I say, and the same with business. You want to just focus on one thing, just go for it. And like I say, just pour your effort into that for sure. Well, Ashley Wright, you're the man. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate you. Jordan, it's been a pleasure, man. Thank you, man. 